Inking, writing, laughing, crying, sketching, drawing, then more crying, trying, crying, feeling it out. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's funny. I was talking to one of our uh, newest. Uh, you know, with the you know, I, let's not put this into the podcast. I was talking to Catherine this morning and meeting her for the first time, uh, and she mentioned that when quarantine first started. Actually, you know what? Let's leave this in. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kyle. Welcome to Feeling It Out with Kyle and Connor. I'm Kyle. I'm Connor. I am a a podcaster, writer, producer uh, with generalized anxiety disorder and depression. And I am a comic book illustrator and storyboard artist and writer and podcaster. And I play video games. And I'm cool and I'm tall and my hair is thick and... I'm sorry, that was actually, it could be a dick. I'm black, too. And I I'm, forgot to say that. Yeah, I am black. I'm black. And, and, and I sound white, and what was the other fucking thing? I have ADD, which just happened right now. Awesome. <laughs> so anyway, Catherine and I were talking, hey, talking hey, this morning. Depression. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Don't you talk over me. Yes, sir. We talked about that. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> he hits me off screen. <laughs> Do you ever step on my words? Um, I was talking with Catherine today, and she said that when the quarantine first started, she bought one of those adult coloring books uh, with, like, you know, a million monclas or whatever inside. Mm -hmm. But she never finished it. And uh, I told her, uh, I did a similar thing. Has nothing to do with COVID. It was back in, like, 2017. I was having, you know, one of my seasonal breakdowns, and I got uh, one of those mancala, like, it's not an easel. What do you call it? It's, um... It's it's like it's already a framed uh, um, canvas. Thank you. It's one of those like framed canvases that's an outline of an elephant with a bunch of crazy designs on the inside so that there's pockets where you could color in. Yeah. And it came with markers and stuff. And so I started coloring all of that, and it was fun, and it was a great way to relieve stress and feel creative and feel like there was something that was going to come that was going to be like created at the end of all of this. Uh, and then I didn't finish it. Never finished it. Put it away. It's in my closet. When I was talking to Catherine about it, she, I said, I was like, I'm looking at it right now. It's not finished. And um, the thing that flipped it was she said, oh, well, and it's, I, I have to admit, I was not sure if she was talking about her own thing or if she was responding to mine, but she said, oh, but I like having like an unfinished piece of art because it's still like, if anything, it is finished. Because it's representative of like, oh, how I can't finish something, and Whoa, I was like, Jesus I was Christ. like, oh my god, Catherine, like Can that's we hire so her? great. I'm going to like <laughs> take a picture of that and I'm going to post it on Instagram with just a message that says like, this is not finished and I'm finished. And it's like I really like that because I interpreted it as, oh my god, that's something I do all the time. I start these projects and uh, I get you know as far as I can, but then I lose interest, like the podcast, like the gory days, or um, uh, my puppet videos, I don't know. Oh, I was hoping that Gil, but you know, I totally understand that, yeah. It, that, this is such an interesting take on it, because I've always just looked at those as failures, but that's such a positive way to interpret the uh, arguable incompletion of one's own art. Yes, it made Damn. me go back to a lot of like the my outlines and stuff that I'd be looking at with kind of this new frame of oh well the, these you know if if a, a paleontologist you know dusted off my computer 
10,000 years from now and open it up and on the page that the computer magically was still on and connected to the internet was this random half-finished story I had, no one would know. It would, it would still exist. And I feel like I'm starting to get away from my main point, but it was, it was nice to reframe that not being able to finish things doesn't make me a bad person. In fact, it makes me a more interesting person. Yeah, and you are an artist. Thank you, and I don't finish nearly uh, like 10% of the things that I start. Um, And I wish I did. I've got a D&D campaign collecting dust. Like, it's, it's so hard to stay motivated day to day, week to week. Like... I just did the hor- I just did the horrible thing of buying a new video game before I beaten an old another video game. What that did I have. you get? I bought Far Cry Five because I wanted to kill racists. No, <laughs> fuck! I saw you playing that the other day, and I was like, I didn't know Call of Far Cry Five. I just bought it because it was on super sale, but I really wanted to kill some racists. Um, I mean, and unfortunately, fair. the game. I was really hoping that. Uh, the, the premise is that, like, a cult took over this whole county, and I was under the impression that it was a white nationalist racist cult, but it's more general than that. So there's black people in the cult. So I'm killing black people sometimes. Mm. It's mostly white people, but, yeah, that's so that's been a disappointment. So you should, really do, you should do what I did, which was uh, do the similar but opposite version of what you did, which is fall back into an old game that I should not be playing again, Bloodborne, which oh, you're only cl- killing white people. Classic. And thank you. Um, that's been a transformative experience. No, I even thought about that. I made my character in Far Cry, like, the blackest you could be, which for whatever reason, maybe that's somewhere we can start is like character creations and what you like for whatever reason, I always make my characters white boys. Even if the option is you could have a black person, you could have an Asian person, you could have a woman. I always gravitate toward making a white man. Well, you're looking at a a black man who uh, historically makes white women in video games. And only up until about four years ago, did I start making black to brown characters in create a character? And now I'm at the point where I typically just create characters from my comics in things. Like I made Church and Bloodborne. The aesthetic actually really fits. So like I'll do shit like that. But uh, no, yeah, but typically if- I make white ladies. So I feel you. Well, I feel like it's yet again something I haven't thought about until us talking about it on this podcast that I guess I was afraid of making a black character in my video <coughs> games because it felt like blackface. You know, it feels like like even though I'm black, you know, for whatever reasons, nurture nature, I never really self-identified as that. I had all kinds of friends. I lived in a really privileged community where I had Indian friends and white friends and black friends and Asian friends and like the mixing, the melting pot. Um, And so I just kind of like didn't see color, I guess. And when it when it approached me and when it like uh, I don't want to say reared its ugly head, I would be afraid and I'd be like, oh, well, I'm that's that's not for me. I'm, I'm just a person. I'm not really a racial person. Like, yeah, I say I'm black, but it, that's more of just like a, a fun thing. Like, oh, I'm six feet. I have uh, brown hair. I'm black. And so when I went to like when a video game character would pop up, I guess I would make the character that I saw either myself as, or maybe I was just poisoned by movie and TVs, but it was always a white guy. It's only very recently that I've started to 
just make crazy looking people. They're still white, but uh, in like <laughs> Mass Effect, I but gave someone. I, I was trying to make him like uh, big orange afro and like the Cleveland mustache, oh, also God. bright orange. So it kind of looks like he has like a Cheeto milk mustache. That's fucking disgusting. That's Thank vile. you. But I kind of, I'm kind of. I mean, personally, I'm kind of ashamed that I haven't been making black people uh, yet. It's not like it's not like you can see yourself in a lot of these video games. Mass Effect, uh, notwithstanding, but like Far Cry, you don't see your main character except no. for like on wanted posters and stuff. No, I still I force it when I can. I've, there's been a lot of games where I will uh, forego stat bonuses so I could see my character's face because I'm like I spent a lot of fucking time on that shit. But I. I I don't know, man. Maybe this is me telling myself this too. Don't feel bad. You've been making white guys. I, for me, I was okay. Typically making white characters because I think I just didn't have a lot of black characters where I was like that guy. And to pull a lot of reference from, I feel like I, I don't know. I just didn't. I'm trying to think of of what. Outside of that, there's a lot of my racial identity that plays into this, I'm sure. And who knows, probably a lot of other stuff I have unresolved issues of. But, but were you saying a second ago that you didn't draw or pick black characters because you didn't have, like, uh, uh, reference points? Is that what you're saying, that there weren't enough black characters for you to go, maybe. like, that, that, that's what it would look like? I, I think so, because pretty much every character that I made before college was white or Asian. Yeah, can we talk about this? Um, I, I don't think we've said it on the podcast, but uh, when I was a kid, I had the good fortune of being able to go to Comic-Con um, back when it was actually attainable to get a ticket. Um, and <laughs> No, that's fine. No, keep going. And leading up to it, I really wanted to dress up. I wanted to cosplay. I wanted to be a comic book character. But I... It's really ironic because I was just talking about how, oh, I don't see myself as, uh, I don't see any race or whatever, but I would always get really upset because I would not allow myself to be a Ooh. white superhero character. Me neither. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, yes, oh, awesome. Yes. Okay. This perfect. came up recently, actually. I okay, great. That. That's what this episode's about. So, yeah. um, I would, I, I would have my Marvel Universe book and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to look through this book and I'm going to try to find a character that I look like and B is something I could put together. It's not like uh, Archangel, like Crazy Wings or whatever. So right. I'm flipping through my book, I'm flipping through my book, and of course you get Falcon, of course you get Black Panther. Static Shock. St well, I'm, t I'm talking about Marvel. I'm going through my Marvel Listen. book. Listen! Luke Cage. Um, yeah. I can't even name a fourth black Marvel hero. Mm. And all of the ones I named, Blade, I'm literally all of the ones I there can think go. of were in movies or had their own movies. But... I would get upset because there were heroes that I wanted to be. I wanted to be Captain America. I wanted to be the, these other heroes. It's funny, Spider-Man, I thought I was okay because he's fully covered. You can't see right. any of his skin. But that was such an important part is that I'm not... I wanted to be authentic. I wanted to be exactly like, I have to pick a character that I already look like because I hate it when someone shows up and it's like, oh, I'm a stormtrooper. I weigh 600 pounds and it's just the helmet, but look at me, I'm a stormtrooper. Um, but I'm also never going to be the guy who dresses up in like, uh, you, you see like the guy dresses like a Warhammer space marine with like stilts or something walking around. I just wanted Patriot. Are you familiar with Elijah Bradley, Patriot? No. 
So in the comics, uh, there's a character in the Young Avengers named Elijah Bradley, and his alias is Patriot. He's not really a super soldier, but he's supposed to be like a Captain America uh, ward or whatever. And the reason I liked him was because he was black. And his outfit was pretty much like um, one of those like Michael Jackson military jackets uh, with oh, some okay. white Take pants it. and stuff. Yeah. So I was so excited to play this character, but my high standards yet again got in the way and I finally compiled all of the things like I knew where to find them but it would have cost almost a thousand dollars to put the outfit together so Jesus. obviously I didn't do it but yeah and so instead I remember gravitating toward characters that had non-human skin colors like the red skull or um hulkling uh Excuse me. Um, these characters that have like green skin or red or whatever. Um, and obviously, a super Nazi was not uh, approved in my household, so I didn't get to go to Comic Con as uh, the Red Skull. Well, whoops. and at the time, I threw such a tantrum about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I fundamentally did not understand what my parents were trying to save me from. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, well, what's it, yours? It's. I'm sure there's plenty of Red Skulls out there, but um, no, it's funny. Well, this now- actually happened like last week. Or something, but I was talking about cosplaying, or I was talking with Bailey about cosplaying because Bailey does cosplaying a lot. And I mentioned a character I thought was cool. I'm like, that'd be fun to cosplay. And she's like, you should do it. And I'm like, nah, because like I'm black. And she's like, you still can. And I was like, this is a weird world we live in where a white woman is being like, you can cosplay whoever you want. And I was like, can I? Can I though? Because Twitter has told me no, which I'm not agreeing with because people should be able to cosplay whoever the fuck they want. Have you not seen that? No, the, no I, I haven't seen what you're talking about shutting it down. I was just going to respond to now I get like Reddit posts of a black female Captain America cosplayer and it's not a fucking big deal. It's I not credit a lot of it be. to the like um, uh, the multiverse, like the way that they really expanded that because it's like, oh, yeah, now Captain America can literally be like a lizard twink from the sixth dimension or whatever. I want to be that one. It's, it's <laughs> tough because on Twitter, there's uh, so many black cosplayers who are like, in case you guys don't know how racist the cosplay community gets, check this out. And then they have Please. pictures of comments under their tweets And they're fucking horrible. It's like the worst shit I've ever seen. And I'm like, guys, who who cares? I don't I don't care if Naruto isn't black. He's also not white, guys. So like, let's dial it back a little bit. Well, I think you're hitting on something. I don't want to belabor this. I'm just being devil's advocate that it seems like obviously it's more appropriate to take a white character a because there's. 5,000 times more of them than black characters um, uh, to take them and make them whatever other race you want. It seems obviously not the best take to take a non-white character and then cosplay and say, hey, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, if a white guy was like, hey, I'm Luke Cage, that would be a little weird. (laughs) That would be a little weird. It's rough. Well, I think part of the problem is, is that as black characters are being introduced to media and becoming characters, a lot of them at one point were being representations of black culture. For example, Luke Cage. That's a good Cage. point. So if you get a white guy playing Luke Cage, it's like, dude, no, he was supposed to be a message. Whereas like Spider-Man's Spider-Man. Luke Cage is a really perfect example because like right from his log line, it is completely inseparable from race class struggles yeah oh, he is yeah, a 100%. bulletproof black man period 
I'm putting my hands up like I'm showing the uh, title card on a theater scroll call screen. But yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And like the other thing is that there's just not a lot of fucking black characters to pick from. If I want to cosplay Final Fantasy VII, guess who I get to be? Barrett. So like if I wanted cosplay Zack, which I want to do, then I'm just going to be a black guy being Zack. Whereas if you're a white dude, just Pick. You could put names <laughs> in a hat. You've got Reno. You have uh, that guy with the long hair that I hate. I can't remember his name. You have Cloud. You have Sephiroth. You have that soldier that's Cloud's friend. I could go on. There's but why? Wedge. It's- why didn't we feel uh, safe and confident to cosplay as a really popular character because they were white? Well, I believe it ties into my own identity issues because I think that a lot of, I have black friends who I've talked to about this, like two people and they (laughs) haven't had this issue, but they also, from my understanding are at a different place in their racial identity than I am. Whereas I am on this weird point where I feel constantly on the fence. Kind of like we talked about last episode, not last episode, a couple episodes ago where I'm either like, I'm the white black guy or like I have a black voice. And, and if for me, it's, it, fe- it honestly, what you said earlier about like, it feels like blackface seems totally right. Cause I, I feel weird about it and I hate that. And I feel like the reason we feel weird is the, in, is the problem is, I mean, it's the problem is not that we feel weird. Something that I'm trying to pinpoint right now in society makes us think that's wrong when it's not we can we should be allowed to address as whoever we want and frankly that like you're saying now the world uh, as a majority hopefully uh, has accepted dude they're fucking cartoon characters dress how like whatever oh my god yeah who cares they're whatever like you, they sell but that's what i'm saying like even as a child i didn't have a captain america like you know a polyurethane costume with like the shield or whatever because i i didn't i I can't even express it. I can't even like communicate why I didn't want to because it didn't feel right. It felt it lying. It doesn't feel right. It felt there's, like there's like no good way to describe it. Is the problem? It yeah. It feels like oh, I could do that, but I'd look like an idiot. Yeah. I feel like a lot. Of, I don't know if you share this, but for me, it's it, it's a lot of my fanboyism is that I want to be authentic to the character, and inadvertently, I'm playing into. Uh, the the racism that that was around in the world when most of these characters were being invented. That's why you don't have uh, a, an African American Marvel superhero until Captain America's unfrozen. Uh, that um, Black Panther was introduced before Falcon, but he's African. There wasn't an African American hero that people that kids could look at and go, "Oh, look, there's one." Uh, Stan Lee did do a lot to integrate his backgrounds. His crowds had a lot of integrated black people in them, which was nice, even when there were no black heroes. But I'm not getting hey, Stan any, Lee. Any little step, I'll take yeah, it. This yeah, one. exactly. So um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's it's just my. I think it's my fanboyism. I didn't want to misrepresent a character that I really, really like. And if I'm walking around as um, Wolverine, then I feel like I'm inauthentic because I don't look like Wolverine, and that's bullshit. Yeah. I'm just a masochist, so if anything's going to make me suffer or be confused, I just perpetuate it. So it's like a little bit of a different scenario, but like it is something that societally we're a lot of people are taught 
that type of fanboyism that you're talking about where it's like, God, I back when I was working at one of my coffee shops, here's the fucking weird flip side of this is a black guy. I'm working at a coffee shop. And this mom comes in with her kid and I've seen his mom millions of times, seen his kid millions of times. He fucking comes in dressed as Black Panthers after the movie comes out. And my first thought is, fuck yes. This little white boy wants to be a black guy. Big mistake. But like, cool. <laughs> That's fucking sick. And I was like, hell yeah, you're Black Panther. And she's like, he really wants to be Black Panther. And he's like, I'm Black Panther. And I'm like, I see nothing wrong with this. However, Ooh. however, I think it would be weird if I was being a white guy and fucking systemic racism is that's its peak. I really think the difference there is his age is that it, it's a child. A child sees a character that they that they think is cool, they emulate it without really putting together like I wanted to be the Red Skull, like I'm saying. They don't really put together <laughs> the context of what the character is or means. So in answer to my earlier point, I would say like if a child, if a white child wanted to be Luke Cage, that would actually be really difficult because of course they should be allowed to emulate a character regardless of their race. That's what we're trying to build toward, right? Yeah. But Luke Cage is such a perfect example of how difficult that is because in context, there, there's like, there's, I don't understand. You, uh, you wouldn't tell the kid like, ah, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. It would be, okay, fuck, man. I don't know what I would do. It's Here's tough honestly, because I want to argue that like white people should be should be allowed to like black oh superheroes. God. But that's the thing, you got to fucking let him do it. If it if it was if I was a, a fucking white Connor Fitzgerald, well, like it doesn't matter if I dox myself. If I'm white Connor Fitzgerald, fuck it. Look me up. I don't care if I was white that and my white kid with my white wife Dealey would fucking that was a joke would <laughs> fucking wanted to be Luke Cage. I'd be like, "Hell yeah, man. You be Luke Cage." Here's the thing I got to explain, like, because I, taking after my parents who are very upfront about anything that I ask them, I'd be like, I just want you to understand, like, Luke Cage means something to a type of, to, to a type of person. It means something to a whole culture, to a whole society, a whole community. I think you should do it because this is a step forward. This is that so- being said. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. That being said, <laughs> you might get some shit, but in the words of the wise Donald Glover, we might have to lose some of you as we because he was referencing uh, uh, like transcending racial borders. And he was saying that as white people do this, we're going to have to lose some of them. And I'm like, son or fuck it, daughter, if you want, if white daughter, if you want to be Luke Cage, you can get some shit. It's just going to happen. Someone's going to be mean. But guess what? This is a good step forward. In the long run. This he is, rolls his head. Now, uh, this is just really fascinating because I, I'm I feel like I'm torn in I'm torn in half. I am simultaneously the parent imagining trying to talk to my child about they want to be a white kid, they want to be Luke Cage. But I'm also myself all those years ago steaming, not understanding that my parents just why don't they get it? I don't want to be a super Nazi. The Red Skull isn't real. He didn't hurt anybody. He hasn't done anything. But it's like it's like kids that dress up as the Joker. Like, okay, he's a popular character and everything. He's on Legos and stuff. He is super Hitler. 
He's the Joker awful. has murdered babies on panel. And your kid's gonna like, you know, run around town and dress as him. And I always feel so weird because part of it is like, dude, fuck off. It's a comic book. Like, don't it the Joker really? But then the other side of the coin is, ooh, Red Skull, Super Nazi, or oh, Luke Cage, black representation. I don't know. So I hear you, and I totally agree with you, but I'm being the devil's advocate child and going like it has nothing to do with that old fart. Don't you get it? Why don't you get it? I just want to dress up as a cool hero. Well, here's playing into that. What I would say is, Please. you're right. It doesn't matter. And to us, it's not going to matter. But to people who cannot change or will view it in a certain way, they will see it like this. But do you and see what's happening? Cannot do. But that's ugh, that's that's the that's the black that, that, middle. No, that's the black middle upper middle class parent telling them, yes, you're black and. You have to follow the racist rules that got me to this to this state. But, you know? but following the racist rules is not letting your white kid be Luke Cage. But if you let them be Luke Cage and just say, just letting you know that this is probably going to incur but why, the wrath why of are other they people. The, why, why is it their responsibility to educate idiot people walking around? If it's Halloween or if it's a comic day, I'm not the ambassador of idiocy. I'm not the one who has to go around and tell people... I'm dressed as this, and here's a pamphlet for you to understand. Do you understand? They don't it's- have to, though. The kid, the kid, the, my 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 daughter, my white daughter, being Luke Cage, doesn't have to educate people who treat her like shit. But I want my kid to do what she wants. I want her to understand that there are social repercussions for things, even when you do what you want. That she has my support, my full support. And if she gets in a situation where someone's like. What are you doing being Luke Cage? I'm another white guy and I make the rules. You shouldn't be Luke Cage. That's a black thing. Then she gets to say, like, okay. And then she walks away and goes, that dude's a fucking idiot. I see. I see where I would fall in this. Is It's the second part that you said, that you support it. That, okay, yeah. you want to be this character. There are people out there, just so you're not surprised if yes, this happens, some people might say some things because of this, 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 and this. And despite all of those people and their, like, you know, reasonable arguments or whatever, I support it. And because of those people out there being so dumb and me being so supportive, I'm coming with you and we're going to put together some kind of plan to make sure that you can do this and you're safe. That's it. Fuck yes. That's the one. That's the one. So it's like, yeah, your child can be a super Nazi, but frankly, if you do your job well enough, they won't want to be by the end of it. If you, if you like, if you're able to like strip it down and go, I support it because you want to be a super villain and you think those are cool. Other people, just so you're not surprised, will be horrifically offended and may vocalize it. But I support it. Yeah. So let's go do this together. We're going to make sure you're safe from all the reasonable people who shout horrible things at me while you're walking around as, as a super Nazi. Wait, but that, so, so you didn't go as the super Nazi. No, Nazi. I didn't go as anything. And I was here's, really here's fr- sad about Fucking it. first off, solidarity, because I also would have been like, I'm not doing anything. Oh, God. Like, one thing I was going to say is that uh, the fucked up thing is, guys, everyone, listeners, that I think if a kid went as Red Skull, people would be like, Fuck yeah, Red Skull, Captain America. You go as someone of a different race, and it's like, fuck you, go home. That's fascinating. Yeah, because when you told me that, I see the idea that your parents had. I'm also with you 
as a child and I'm also with you now, both of us as adults talking about that instance, what we do with our kids. But I also am thinking, God, if I went as Red Skull to Comic-Con, people would be like, weird choice, but cool, man. But I know that if I fucking cosplay Captain America, they'd be like, are you playing the Captain America when Black Falcon was Captain America? Like when I dressed up as a vampire cowboy. Blackula. And people were like, oh, you're Will Smith from Wild West. And I was like, I have huge fangs and bright red eyes. No, I'm not Will Smith. Besides, you're blacker than Will Smith. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, fuck. Murray, you got to cut that one out. Damn, that is <laughs> fucking rough, dude. Keep it in, Murray. Keep it in. I'm just joking. Shit, dude. Yeah, but... uh. So I remember what I was going to say earlier. It didn't what? it didn't happen until college. And even then I was hiding behind like a layer of uh, irony. It was when I was on the improv team in college, improvability. Every now and then we would have themed shows and some of those themed shows would revolve around superheroes. And so one year I was Batman Ooh. and I was really confident. Um, number one, because in my opinion, I did the best Batman of all of them <laughs> because I know the most. I believe um, it. I'm the most knowledgeable about Batman. Sorry, just like to go on, get on my little soapbox a little bit. I'm the biggest <laughs> Batman fan, as long as you're not talking about fucking Snyder. All right? Free <laughs> Snyder. All right, I'm getting off my soapbox. Uh, <laughs> I finally dressed up as Batman. At another one, I dressed up as Captain America. I was very mm. proud of myself. Uh, and then the last one, I, I did a huge, I, I was Ben Riley, Spider-Man's clone from the clone yeah. saga, Scarlet Spider. I went out and I got a red morph suit and I got a light blue vest and I cut off the things and I stenciled the spider on it and I, I had the mask and everything. And the whole night I kept like the running gag was that like, I am not Peter Parker. How hard is it to get through your thick skulls? I was pretty proud of that. That's pretty great. Yeah. But what was the reception? Did, the did, reception was like, oh, it's funny. Kyle is the best Batman. How could we ever think that this was wrong? I don't know, dude. I'm literally blinded by my ego. I just remember being the best Batman. <laughs> no, but you know what's fucked up is that probably people looked at you as Batman and it's like, fuck, man, he's killing it. But if you just dressed up as him without putting on a show, people be like, hey. Oh, yeah. If I just stood in my alley and had my friend take some pictures of me and posted that on Instagram, I'm sure I would get some flack. And that's bullshit. Oh, yeah. It's fucking stupid. So who do you dress as now? For like Halloween? For anything. Do you dress as black characters or do you still... Sort of. I cosplayed once last year. Oh, wow. Earlier this year. And the character I was cosplaying was brown. Nice. Admittedly, it's because I love him, not because he was brown. But I won't say that didn't help. No, but isn't that ironic that, like, now... We, now I want to dress up as non-black characters. <laughs> where... It seems like it's like the, the opposite should be the case is like, oh, no, now I have more purpose than ever to want to elevate my favorite black characters. <laughs> but I, I want to do the opposite now. It's really funny. It's well, I don't there's know. there's a reason it's, they're more popular. <laughs> it is. It's, well, it's fucked up because I was going to say name name three of your favorite black characters that aren't superheroes. OK, Luther. Um, oh, nice. I fucking love Luther. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Luther, Roland Deschain, and um, and uh, uh, Mike, uh, um, uh, Carl, Carl uh, fuck, 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 what is his name? Uh, 
Ah, oh, from from The Office. He he played um uh Michael's boss for those few episodes. Um uh Idris so Elba. another Idris Elba. Yeah, my joke was three Idris Elba character. <laughs> but I could I fucking ruined it. I couldn't think of the Charles Minor. That's it. And Charles Minor. Okay, let's take that clean. Let's take that, that clean. Let's take that clean. Uh fuck, who was the first one I got? Uh Luther. Okay, that's right. Luther? Never mind. Fuck it. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Feeling it out.